about 4.30 on November 2nd, 2018, my whole life changed. I want you to picture this. You are driving about 45 minutes away from home. And all of a sudden you get this overwhelming urge of just fuck all. You know, that feeling of I can't do this anymore. That feeling of just I'm going to end it. And you look ahead of you and there's a pretty busy intersection. However, you're going to be first at the red light and the cross street is just full of fucking traffic. Then at the same time, you're overlooking a cliff because that heavy traffic is an on-ramp onto a, um, a major highway and you have to go downhill, but there's also a guardrail and you can possibly jump that cliff if you really wanted to hit it hard enough and you're in the right type of car to do so. That was me at that moment. However, something pulled me back. And because of that, I'm here. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. Welcome, everybody, to Socket. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing on this May 11th of the year that has been 2021? I'm so glad that you are here. Episode 198. 198. Two days away from episode 200. I cannot believe it. It has been a hell of a ride. Um... And to think it almost didn't happen, still to this day, absolutely boggles my mind. So, I've talked about my suicide attempt a lot on this show. Because, you know, that's what the whole point of the show is. I mean, it's mental health. But, the thing about it is, too, it's also an entertainment show. And I like to entertain you. I like to tell jokes. I like to talk to musicians, and I love to play music, and I love to do this, and I love to do that. 
um, I try to do a show that's different from everybody else. You know, mental health through entertainment. Where mental health meets entertainment. That's, that's what the show is. And that's all because of the date I mentioned in the, in the preload of the show. November 2nd, 2018. And that date holds a lot of significance for me. Um, it was my wife's birthday. You know, the wife that her and I are now divorcing, but that was her birthday. And the selfishness that I had to think that I should just say fuck all on her fucking birthday of all days was the most extreme you know, level of, you know, selfishness that I could possibly ever think of. I'm sure there's a lot more. And I'm sure that people could at me all day long saying, hey, no, I, I know some other, you know, selfish things. Of course. Uh, uh, excuse me. I'm recording this at 11 o'clock at night, so I'm a little tired. <laughs> um, but to think that, you know, that was that was a pretty selfish move on my my part. But... The reason I didn't, as everybody knows, or if you've never heard the show, the reason why I didn't is because the whole reason why this show is the way it is, because of music. Um, when I drive, I listen to my music full fucking blast. I blast that shit. I fucking hit it hard, and I love music. I love driving and listening to music. I love everything about music. But on that day, everything I felt about music changed. Um and that's all thanks to a band called Bad Flower and their song Ghost. Now, if you've never heard the song Ghost, I'm going to recite you um, the, some of the lyrics here, and I'm gonna, you know, because you need to understand the real reason it is. Um, you may have heard the sh- song, and you may have not, but either way, here goes. I tried it once before, but I didn't get too far. I felt a lot of pain, but it didn't stop my heart. And all I really wanted was someone to give a little fuck. But I waited there forever and nobody even looked up. I tried it once before and I think I might have messed up. I struggled with the veins and I guess I didn't bleed enough. But maybe I'm alive because I didn't really want to die. But nothing very special ever happens in my life. Take the blade away from me. I am a freak. I am afraid that all the blood escaping me won't end the pain. And all the haunting... And I'll be haunting all the lives that cared for me. I died to be the white ghost of the man that I used to be. I tried it like before, but and this time I made a deep cut. I thought about my friends and the way I didn't give enough. And I should have told my mother, Mom, I love you like a good son. But this life is overwhelming and I'm ready for the next one. Take the blade away from me. I am a freak. And I'm afraid that all the blood escaping me won't end the pain. And I'll be haunting all the lives that cared for me. I died to be the white ghost of the man that I was meant to be. 
I tried it once again, and I think I might black out. I should have left a letter, but I had nothing to write about. My blood is all around me. I get dizzy as I stand up. The cutting part was easy, but regretting it is so fucked. Take the blade away from me. I am a freak. I am afraid that all the blood escaping me won't end the pain. And I'll be haunting all the lives that cared for me. I died to be the white ghost of the man that I was meant to be. I tried it once again, and I think I went too far. The, I cut a little deeper, and the pressure stopped my heart. I couldn't tell my mother that I love her, and I'm a bad son. This life is overwhelming, and I'm ready for the next one. Um, just, I've heard that song hundreds of times. And I've sung those lyrics along with the lead singer, Josh, you know, on, you know, in my car, you know, hundreds of times. But even reading those lyrics just now still gives me goosebumps. Those are the stories of him attempting suicide. And obviously he didn't commit suicide, but the at the end, the person that, you know, it could have happened, is what he's basically saying. You know, like, <sighs> but to hear that song come on the radio at the moment you're about to do it is something that I will never understand. How? Because I'm not a believer in God. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. I, I've said it before. I'm a hopeful agnostic. I do believe in God, and I do hope he's there, and I do believe in, you know, hopefully I believe in a heaven because, you know, the thought of it just being blackness and darkness after we die just scares the shit out of me. Not, not, I'm not afraid of dying. It's what after happens, you know. It's like, what, what is it? That, that, the fear of the unknown. So, you know, thinking that, hey, maybe there is something at the end of the, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, helps me get there. But, you know, that's just me. But something that day, put that song on that radio. Don't know what it was. Could have been my grandmother, my grandfather. My other grandfather could have been... My great-grandmother, my great-grandfather, it could have been God, it could have been Jesus, it could have been Gandhi. I don't fucking know. Or it could have just been straight coincidence. But regardless of whatever it was, it happened. And it made me pull the car over, call my doctor, call my wife, and... Say, hey, there's something wrong here. And it was because of that that gave me the inspiration to do this show the way I do it. It was like a calling to me about, hey, music saves lives. It truly fucking does. It is a 
I can't even describe it to you. It is... Just talking about it is hard. And I've talked about it a hundred thousand times on the show. We all know that. Um, but this episode, I wanted to be a love letter to you guys. Because... You guys allow me to continue to do this. You guys allow me to do something that I never thought I could do. You guys have opened so many doors for me. Um, the bands that I've gotten to talk to, the people I've gotten to talk to, the... the experiences I've gotten to have are just completely unreal to me. I've got to talk to some of my favorite comedians, um, some of my favorite bands. I've got to be introduced to a bunch of bands I've never heard of because, you know, I love doing indie music spotlights. Um, which now has sparked bands reaching out to me to come on the show. Um, and has also sparked me now getting into the eyes of the actual music industry bigwigs, I guess you could say. And some big things are about to happen as far as artists. I'm getting ready to have a show um, live you know, interviews from festivals, you know, and that's all because of you. And the the amount of people that download this show on a daily basis, and I can go to them and say, hey, look, I've got the the viewers, I've got the listeners, and they want this. You know, look at this indie metal band. This is the band I interviewed. And look how many times it was downloaded and listened to. And then they can say, oh, well, if they did that for that indie band, we know they're going to love our band. And But we got to wait for new music, <laughs> which I hate that email. You know, it's like, I don't want to talk about new music. I just want to talk to the band because um, that's what I do. But eh, it is what it is. It's fine. Um, so lots of big things happening on that front. And, again, it's because of you. I've gotten... Probably since the year that this show has been going on. At least over 100 emails. Um, from people that said, hey, thank you. I've decided to get help. Or the people that said, hey, thank you, you know, I, I no longer want to commit suicide. Or, and that just blows my mind away. That the things I say here and the people that I talk to and the things that they say have talked people off a ledge. That right there in itself is why I do this. For the people that listen to the show, maybe once a week. Or maybe every day. Thank you. 
for the people that have decided to turn their life around and get help, I'm proud of you. Mental illness is not a one-day battle. It is a lifelong war. There's going to be many battles lost. Ones where you can't even get out of bed. Ones where you may self-harm. Ones where you might harm others. Hopefully not physically, just maybe mentally. You know, you say some things you don't mean. But these are all things that can happen. But when you have the days where you're happy to wake up, when you have the days where you're happy to go to your job or you're happy to see your wife and you can smile, you're, you know, you're hugging your kids and you just feel that genuine love. It means that you're still human. The, the things that you say, the things that you do might hurt people, might hurt yourself. And the love that you get back doesn't make it all worth it. No, that, that's, you know, that's just not true. <laughs> but the effort that you put forth to get the love back makes it worth it because you could be one of those lumps on a log that just allows the, the illness to beat you allows the illness to win every day I'm not one to sit there and say you know I, I'm actually one to defend mental illness all day long and then they say, how fucking dare you leave somebody and give up on somebody just because they have a mental illness? You know, I hate that. But when you allow it to win and you don't even give it a fight, you don't even try to beat it, then you're asking for loneliness. You are better than that. I am better than that. I'm probably going to die alone, but I'm better than that. <laughs> um, I... I struggle every day. And I know the majority of people that listen to the show do as well. But what are you doing to beat it? Are you seeking out alternate treatment methods? Are you complying with what the doctor said? Or are you saying, fuck it, I'm just going to drink myself stupid? Or, you know, I'm going to drink until the pain goes away. Or I'm just going to ignore it, it'll pass. Or I'm stronger than that, I don't need meds. Like, which is what I said for the longest time. Until 2018. I was 37 years old before I even admitted to myself, let alone anybody else, that I had a problem. 
for years and years and years and years and years, my wife was like, Derek, you need help. There's something wrong with you. Um, and I was like, nah, I'll be fine. Even after my mom and my brother were diagnosed as bipolar, I was still like, eh, I'll be fine. I can beat this. I can do whatever. There's nothing wrong with me. I just have, you know, whatever. Um, I just get anxious. I don't have anxiety. I just get anxious. Um, and I never listened. And maybe if I did, you know, my marriage would have, you know, lasted longer than it did. Um, still 10 years. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, maybe it would have, but maybe it would have. I wouldn't have. But I don't play in what ifs. I play in what is going on now and what I am planning to do tomorrow and in next year and the year and year and year after that. You can't look back at the past and expect everything to just, you know, and, and you say, oh, I have the answer now. There's so much hindsight in your past and my past. But guess what? There's not a fucking lick of shit you can do about it. Not a damn thing. Just need to suck it up. <laughs> um, because the mistake has been made or the the choice was made or whatever it was, but you can't, you can't change the past. And even if you could change the past, you're, you can't change the present by changing the past. We all learned that in Avengers Endgame, didn't we? Um, So yeah, look forward to tomorrow. And you might be lying in your bed right now listening to this episode Wednesday morning and sitting there saying, yeah, tomorrow's going to be shit. I've got to do this. I'm going to court. I'm going to go pay a traffic ticket or I got to go to a job I hate or, you know, I'm going to divorce. You know, I got to go to therapy, whatever it is. You could be saying tomorrow's going to be absolute shit. Okay. That could be the case. Tomorrow could absolutely be shit. But why are you wasting today and making today's shit by thinking about tomorrow's shit? That's just asinine. However, at the same time, when you have mental illness, sometimes you just can't help it. But try. If you know the following day because of something that you know is bad is going to happen or something you've got to deal with that you just don't want to deal with, it's going to happen in 24 hours and you don't have to deal with that today, then don't. Try to find something else to put your mind on. Try to enjoy that day or today, I should say. Because there's nothing you can do about tomorrow until it happens. So why sit there and worry about it? Yeah, I know. I just said it five minutes ago. We can't help it. We have anxiety. We have mental illness. We have depression. It's stuff that we can't control. Our mind's going a mile a minute most days. And you're thinking of all the different possibilities. Oh, it could go like this. 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 
But again, we don't know. So we're sitting there stressing ourselves out over something we have no control of in this present moment in time. Do we have control of it the next day? Maybe. Or sometimes it's just completely out of our control altogether. And if it's completely out of your control altogether, there's not a damn thing you can do about it. So why worry about it? It just needs to happen. Because when it happens, then you can do something about it. But you have to let it happen first. I'm sitting here saying all this stuff and I need to take my own advice. <laughs> um, but again, hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? Um, the amount of love I have for you, I can't even put into words. The things that I'm saying right now, I wouldn't even be able to say them. Or if it figured out I'm out of my own, if it wasn't for you. You know how many epiphanies I've had on this fucking show? I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I think of that before? A lot. And I hope sometimes you're thinking, or, you know, listening and... And something I said triggers an epiphany in your head. And you're like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that before? I might not have even said it, you know, something remotely close to what you were thinking, but it may have triggered something in you and helped you. Cool. I may have been talking about, you know, the new single from Venomous Pinks. And you're like, oh, you know what? <laughs> That's how I can fucking fix the water pipe. <laughs> you know, I don't fucking know. Whatever it is. You know, that's what this show is all about. So thank you. Um, and thanks to all the people that have been there in the past. Thanks to all the people that have been, that will be there in the future. Thanks for everybody that's listening right now. Um, this show started with two dudes sitting on a couch and bullshitting not really having any real idea of what we were going to talk about at any given time sometimes we had an idea you know this is a little poquito idea and it just kind of blossomed into something else two months go by and unfortunately you know things happen and I had to find a new co-host. And that lady, Kat, helped develop the show that you see before you, or hear before you. And I cannot thank her enough. You know, this is a love letter to you guys, but it's a love letter to her as well. You know, in the year that I've known Kat, She has become one of my closest and dearest friends. I absolutely love her with every ounce of my being. She's helped me so much. We've had so much fun. You know, back when we used to do this show three days a week. And then, we, you know, we moved to just doing it once a week, you know. Um, 
and I continued on doing it by myself like I am now. But without her, the show would have never happened. Because after she left the show and Nicole joined for that short period of time, uh, and when Nicole left, I said, what am I going to do? I can't do this by myself. And she's like, yes, you can. You can. And I have. Since June or July of last year, I've pretty much been doing this on my own. Yeah, I've like I said, I've, I've done either Friday shows or Monday shows with Kat. But other than that, this show is 100% all me. Um... But, you know, thanks to Nicole for, you know, helping me kind of re-maneuver the show and kind of reformat it again a little bit to have a more of a music feel. So thanks to her for that. Um, her and I had great chemistry, and I wish we could have worked something out. But again, I was just so demanding of what my co-host needed to be. You know, three days a week. And then I was five days a week. And then it was this. And then it was that. And I get it. People have lives. You know. Um, the amount of money that this show generates is enough to support one person. Um, not two. So, you know. In order to be able to do what I needed to, her to do, we, we had to be making a lot more money. Therefore, she can quit her job and do this full time. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that's just not how the world works. So, um, and even then because of COVID I've lost sponsors and I've had to, you know, pick up a part-time serving job, you know, therefore I can still have flexibility to be able to do this show the way I want to do it. And plus, as I've said thousands of times in the show before, I will never go back to corporate America. Um, I do my podcast, I do my photography, um, I do, and I, and I serve. I make a damn good living. I'm happy. Um, but again, I do all of that in order to build this show to be bigger and better every day. I do it every day to reach more people across the world to listen to the show so I can make differences in lives in places I've never even heard of. When I look at my stats and I see how many different countries this show is, you know, downloaded in, it's insane. 3% of my average audience downloads this show in Australia. What? 3% in Canada, 2% in Great Britain. It's like, what the fuck? It's insane. Um, only 80% of my listeners come from America. No, it's still a huge majority. But to know that I, can, I have 20% of my listening audience, which what, translates into what? Um, 10,000 people, 10,000 people a day. Now, 7 billion people on the planet, but still, 
I'm really happy with that number. And that's all because of you. Um, so thank you. Thank you for everything. This road is still paved with many, many, many plans. It's There's so much on the horizon. You know, it's eventually going to be live band in studio daily. Um, live guests. Um, comedy skits. There's so much planned. So much planned. And it's all because of you. So for that, I say thank you. And that closes out episode 198. <sighs> episode 199, Wednesday Night Live on YouTube and uploaded after the fact. So tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your mama to listen to Suck It Podcast because you never know what might be coming next. Until tomorrow, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. I will see y'all tomorrow. Peace.